The following podcast contains coarse language and adult themes. This week on the show, well, how about that? We made it to a full year. So let's take a look back over the first year of episodes, picking out our favorite moments, the best gags, and a few surprises along the way. I'm Riggs. I'm Eddie. And this is the official start of season two on the Film Addicts podcast. Hey folks and welcome back to the Filmatics Podcast, we're so happy to have you here and welcome to Season 2. We did it, we're here, it's, it's beautiful, it's wonderful, it's joyful and we're just going to chat about uh, what we got up to this last year and all the silliness that, that was involved. Um, Addy, h- how are you my friend? Happy anniversary, uh, I know it was like two weeks ago or something, but happy anniversary show, how are you? I'm good, happy anniversary show to you too. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. What's a, what's a one-year anniversary? You know how you're supposed to get people certain gifts for different anniversaries? I'm going to look that up. I don't know what it is. It's paper. There you go. First year anniversary is paper. Uh, is the traditional theme. Or the modern theme is clocks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you a paper clock. And then next year, I'm going to get you something cotton and Chinese. No, it's um, cotton or China. So I'm assuming that means China as in... You know, porcelain or whatever. What the fuck are we doing? When did we turn into, you know, the gift-giving podcast? Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. But yeah, here we are. Uh, how, how do you feel, Addy? We, we, this, this, this crazy endeavour was all your fucking idea, mate. I can't. Blame you entirely. I will take all the fucking blame for that. Good. Good, you should. I don't know. There was the fucking idea. I thought maybe we could do like three episodes and then we enjoyed it so much that I never brought it up that I only had an idea of three episodes. Yeah. (laughs) You did because you were like, I want to talk about the MCU and the DCU and the DC animated universe and then everything else is just kind of ad hoc. We've just kind of done it as time goes by. But for me, it's a really good, and we'll get into it a little bit more when we talk about it in the bulk of the show. But um, for me, it's a really interesting time capsule. Um, I've been listening back to some of the old episodes just to, you know, pull out some bits and pieces that are funny and and, and find some gags and and just also reminisce a little bit about the year that was. You know, there's there's instances where uh, my my cat, Spodge, who passed away, is in the background and you can hear me, like, dealing with her. She was, like, trying to get up on the couch just a few months before she passed away. Like, that means a lot to me. And and also, like, who we are as people changing and, and how, you know, our opening, the opening gambit for this show was the MCU. And we've both kind of changed, not changed our minds on that, but we've both kind of graduated out of having it mean as much as it used to, certainly the new stuff anyway. So it'll be interesting to look back uh, each episode. We're, we're going to sort of hit on each one and, and remember some funny shit. I was remembering that story I told on the Dune episode about that... <laughs> This couple giving each other fucking hand jobs in the back of the thing. I enjoyed it in the cinema, but I must tell you, oh God, I don't know if I should say this on on mic, but I'm going to anyway. I was a little bit distracted for the first half of this picture because there were two teenagers behind me in the cinema giving up up some business. You know, there was some stuff going on there that was distracting to say the least and they weren't just making out ladies and gentlemen and and uh, all friends of all sorts they were getting busy they were doing they were on third base at least (laughs) 
And I, I, I had to turn around and go, guys, I'm sorry. I can fucking hear everything that's going on. Just like, like just, it was, it was, it was bad. It was bad, man. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sorry oh, no. for that tangent. I, I had no, I had no intention of going to. Hey, man, there. I was talking about people getting fingered before. Like, it's totally fine. Um, Look, let's just let's not put a veil on it. There's a there's a there's a warning at the beginning of this podcast. We talk about our themes sometimes, and you know it's not a bad thing. It's people enjoying each other. It's 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 totally fine. But um, yeah, tangent all you want is my point. Dune's just a weird one. It's a weird it's a weird finger movie because it's sand. There's nothing wet about it at all. Um, <laughs> whatever. It's season two. All right. You know what this is about and don't act like you don't. Um, also, just a really quick shout out before we get into what are we watching. Um, thanks so much uh, to the Till the End of the Line podcast uh, for having me and Addy as a guest on that episode. has been released now so we could talk about it. I accidentally nearly nearly um, gave away the farm last week. Um, but yeah, so much fun. Um, uh, Juan and Kike are just like awesome dudes. And it's it's funny, they're, they're the, the American equivalent of me and Addy it's really unusual um because clearly one talks as much as i do and kike is like really really measured and then he comes in with some fucking fire you know what i mean like it's just yeah it was so much fun we had a great rapport it was 3 a.m for me so i was you know running on caffeine and, and and stupidity um and they just made it so easy and 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 yeah i think it looks like we're going to be doing that as, as a regular thing which is really cool so yeah thanks so much guys yeah, thank you so much for having us. It was we we talked about it a lot, but yeah, certain things didn't plan out, and we weren't watching the same shows and everything. But yeah. I'm kind of glad that that it happened the way that it did because I was on I was on call with one for like two hours before that, just trying to figure out what the fuck and how the fuck we we're gonna record that, and then we just ended up using his phone. Yeah, yeah, we would. Do, it was a bit of back and forth there, but that's you know, there's always going to be teething problems. We had them at the beginning as well. Shit, we used to record over Zoom, and and you can absolutely tell the audio quality different differs. Uh, my friend Hugo, because uh, he's he's a big fan of Dune, he's like, "Did you like Dune?" And I was like, "Man, I fucking love Dune." I uh, did an ep- episode of the podcast on it. You should listen to it. And he listened to it, and he's like, "It's a really good episode, but the audio is is not great." And we know. We knew that. I did everything I could. That's why we now record it separately for your beautiful asses. Um, so speaking of beautiful asses, what are we <laughs> watching? I don't know. <laughs> Depends on what we were watching. I mean, they might have been watching something with beautiful asses in it. I don't know. What have you been watching, sir? Oh, just porn. Just beautiful asses. Beautiful ass porn. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> whatever remember everyone it's season two if you're here you you've you've been here for a year already so don't pretend like you weren't expecting any of this um there's a warning at the start uh so heaps of porn awesome what did you watch did you watch shaving private ryan (laughs) (laughs) come on eileen that's my favorite one Oh no! This episode's a bit loose, everyone, because we're both like a little tired, and it's um, it's it's gotten a bit crazy. But that's fine. That's fine. So, what have you actually legitimately been watching? Oh wow! Okay. Anything? Um, I watched uh, Tetris the other day. 
But the big one is I watched uh, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Yeah, how was it? You, you, you seem to dig it a lot. Yeah, it is incredible in every way possible. I cannot believe how much they pulled off the lore. Sure. Um, my D&D character is a level 7 Dragonborn, and there mm. were two Dragonborns in this film. They were all practical. Like, there were people in suits, and it was fucking spectacular. There, there is comedy that hits every single beat. Anyone who's into fantasy should go and check it out. And I, I love that the the major, uh, like the major uh, review has been that people who watch the movie and have no idea what the role playing game is, like have come out of it wanting to play the game and be on a table, which. You know, as someone who grew up with D and D, uh, and it just it means so much for people mm. to just be accepting of that now because the game's been around for, since the seventies, and it's just starting to be cool. Like give it, give it another like ten years, and people will be playing it every single week. So yeah, it's amazing. That's awesome, man. I'm so glad. Yeah, it's it's huge. I, I was at um, uh, Lobo's Collectibles here in Melbourne um, and uh, doing some filming there for... Um, actually, I can't say what it's for. I was doing some filming there and uh, and they had just... Uh, Dennis, the guy who runs it, is a super cool dude, massive nerd. Just, um, just yeah, good good fun guy. He, I'd been talking about you and your, your D&D-ness and um, he sent me a, 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 a set of the original, like games and figures and all that stuff that he remember i sent you a, a picture of the of the cabinet he'd set up he goes your friend will like this um so yeah it's definitely got a a, a storied and, and rich history and also like you know you, you were saying the other night that you were like really excited about it. we need to do an episode on which will be the next episode will be on D D. The, the 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 picture i've got to go and see it yet but um i'm i'm, I'm happy to do that chris pine fight dragons i mean what more could you ask for um i'm assuming that's what happens or he's maybe he's fighting dungeons. I don't know, but uh, but you were saying yeah, people kind of you know, well, they give you shit for it, but they 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 don't accept it as as something that people should do, um, or or something that cool people do, or I don't know what the the stereotype is around D and D. It's all nerds and shit like that. It's like whatever, fucking. It's like in the, the um, Airheads, the the um, Brendan Fraser movie, where he was like, "I used to be a really big nerd," and like, because he was a he's a cool rock dude at that point. I played D D, and you know, in my basement, ate my boogers and all this kind of stuff. And there's this awesome like black guy in this in the crowd, and he's like, "I played D and D too." Like, it's just you know, it's it, there's something there for everybody. And and in these days, like these times, nerd culture is king. Like we 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 are the meek shall inherit the earth. Um, I don't know who's giving you shit, but whoever those people are, if they listen to this podcast, maybe get a fucking hobby because that is that is really boring. And like, why would you why would you chide something for someone for enjoying what they enjoy? You know, that's just anybody who tells you that the things that you love have no value, they're not worth your time. So you enjoy D and I'm looking forward to seeing the picture, um, and we'll do a proper review of it. Was there something else that you'd seen as well? I felt like you said that there's something else in when we were just chatting. Uh... The insta fuck. <laughs> we're on insta fuck a lot right <laughs> we're on insta fuck all the time the amount of cock chats we have 
cut to like penis chats. Cut to like two hours from now, we actually find out there's something called Insta fuck, and then we have to. Just there there probably is. I mean, like I'm not that that you know uh, uh, schooled in internet sort of jargon and stuff like that when everybody was talking about tiktok i thought it was about a biscuit um so i think i might have used that joke before that's the problem too as well everybody you need to remember that i'm compared to addy i'm i'm geriatric age and um and sometimes i repeat my jokes now that we're a full season in i might you might just get a bit of a rehash here and there that's fine that's all right. New people will come in and check them out. Um, yeah. So, was there anything else apart from D and D? Because I've barely got anything, honestly. Like, because uh, I've been working heaps this week. So, um, I watched the the Tetris movie starring Taron Egerton. Oh yes, the old Tetris. How was it? It was it was great. It's I did not know that it was based on a book, and I did not know that it was based on real events, and it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it it was it was really fun. It's a it's a fun story about how this one this one person who worked for this one video game company in the US found Tetris and then wanted it to be on every single platform that you could play games on mm. and has to go all the way to the to the Soviet Union and then realize that they never fucking sold Tetris. So every copy that there is 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 fucking illegal. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, Apple TV does some interesting stuff, and I remember when I heard that like Taron Egerton's is going to be in the Tetris movie. I'm like, what the fuck is that? That's not Battleship. You know, how do you make a how do you make a movie out of that? I thought it was going to be like Pixels or something, but it's yeah, a little bit more of a a biopic than anything. But yeah, you, you do you recommend it? I do. It's it's about the creator of Tetris and how like after every like the film is set while the soviet union was just collapsing mm. and it's like it, it it shows like how even after everything like the creator did so much yet didn't get anything but i i love that this film exists so that people can people can at least know the story yeah it's and and if if it's uh yeah shedding light on something that we find really ubiquitous and every i mean everybody knows what tetris is it was it was a phenomenon um yeah and then to, to show some reality behind that then that's really cool I, I dig it a lot i'm gonna check it out um speaking of chris pine i watched the princess diaries movies which is pretty funny yeah so i watched the princess diary movies with the anne hathaways and it's funny because for some reason they're trying to convince us that she is is not attractive and because she's got frizzy hair um, I mean, in what universe is Anne Hathaway not attractive? You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, like you cover her in dog shit and put it put, <laughs> and she'd still be better looking than anybody ever who's ever lived. So, but I I I, enjoy, I appreciate the the um the pageantry of it, and the, but it's not exactly you know well, my fair lady's kind of like that too, but it's not exactly like she's some sort of you know troll who lives under a bridge. Um, and you know, if she was, that wouldn't be a problem either. But the point is, is that I watched those two movies and the second one's got Chris Pine in it. And it led me to another Chris Pine picture that night. I was like, I'm going to get some more pine in me. I don't feel like I'm, I don't think I've got enough pine up. I don't got enough pineapple. Do you like pineapple on pizza? Yeah. Why? But I'm, I'm, I'm a vegan though. So like I, I, you know, not to, I hang on, hang on a second. Let me adjust that. I eat a plant-based diet because when you tell people you're a vegan, they immediately think you're a prick. 
And I'm not saying that's not the case, but I'm not a prick because I like pineapple. No, um, the gag in, in, in Deadpool, how he's like, one pineapple and olive pizza? Ah, sweet and salty. I was like, pineapple and olive sounds amazing on a pizza. I'm going to try that. And, uh, and I made it and holy shit, if it isn't the best thing ever. So yeah, I have pineapple and olive pizza all the time. Just with vegan cheese, that's all. Which that's often cool. tastes like feet. <laughs> and don't ask me who did my research. I won. And I'm scared <laughs> of the answer. You should be. Okay. What do you you like it too? You like pineapple? I like it too. Yeah. Um there's a there's a chain here called the Pizza Company that they used to Jesus, I bet pineapple. they were up all night thinking that one up. <laughs> The pizza company. That's like that's like releasing an autobiography called Book. Like it just it's not very intelligent. But anyway, pizza company. Uh, they do good pizzas. Yeah, I think for yeah they do amazing pizzas. And for I think it was like until 2017, if you ordered a, a vegetarian pizza or any pizza, I think uh, they would have pineapple on there. Mm. And now they don't because it's become such a huge thing <laughs> that they removed no, it. Someone cancelled pineapple. <laughs> oh no! You hear about pineapple? What? It got cancelled. Holy shit! Pineapple got cancelled. Yeah, man. And uh, he he was in a film um, that came out this year on Prime, Amazon Prime, called The Contractor, about a, a guy who's a, a, you know a Navy SEAL sort of style thing, a little bit more realistic than that. Like a, Navy SEALs are obviously um, often like fictionalized in a really particular way, whereas they're, they're kind of just more like, you know, wet work guys or black ops guys. Um, but this was uh, yeah in the reality of that. And he, he couldn't get back into the military because he'd been injured. And because of his injury, he was taking, um, uh, you know, uh, substances which were, you know, you can't take when you're in the military. And so he, he hires himself as, as a contractor to um, Kiefer Sutherland and the op goes wrong. And, and I really dug it. It was, it was meditative and, and like slowing parts. And then these sporadic moments of like punctuated violence, but not in a Jason Bourne kind of way. It was, it was really clumsy and, and uh, you know, the way that people would fight if they were fighting for their life. And he was really good in it. Like I haven't seen him in that uh, mode he, he, he before. He, there was no no, no sort of uh, uh, out, the, out the side of his mouth grinning. Um, you know, he was, he was just trying to protect his family and, 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 and make money. And like the, the message, of course, is how marginalized and, and forgotten people in the military are once they're discharged either... Um, you know, under the same sort of circumstances or, or under positive circumstances if they leave of their own volition. But they're, they're, especially in America, there is a, a, a really huge uh, uh, problem with, with the way that veterans are treated. And this this speaks to it. You know, he's, he's, he's losing his home. Like he's fought for his country for years and years, done three tours, and, and yet he can't even afford to feed his children. Like that's, that's sort of the, the message. But the, the movie itself is really interesting and action-packed and, and and yeah i dug it a lot I'd, I'd, I'd absolutely recommend that and um the other thing i watched last night planet of the apes yeah i saw that and i was like what the fuck is he watching planet of the apes from 1968 and i'm watching it because it's this this month's uh, we love movies on patreon um and and uh and, and i like to know i like to watch the movies before i listen to the their, their podcast episode and i'd never seen it i'd never seen the og one with um charlton heston and i was at the studio yesterday and i asked dan my business partner i was like everybody knows who dan is by now dan the man um we were packing up after the shoot and i'm like have you seen 
the, the OG penalty apps? He goes, yeah, I love it. That was a tick of approval. Fuck me, it's weird. There's some weird shit. There's some weird sex shit going on in that. Like, just the way that there's like a mute girl in it and they put her in the cage with Charlton Heston and he's kind of like, you do love me, I suppose. And just, he's, he's, my Charlton Heston doesn't talk about that. He talks like this. <laughs> Get your hands off me, you damn dirty ape. Like, he's got a real weird cadence. Um, but yeah, there's this woman and then there's the monkey woman who kind of falls for him. But let me tell you, as much as I like those new ones, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, Ward, Planet of the Apes, I don't know. <laughs> the fridge, the fridge that's on the Planet of the Apes where they keep all their bananas the nice apes. and chilled, or whatever it is. Um, and to any monkeys listening, I'm sorry if that's a stereotype. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know how many monkeys have Spotify. They don't release that information to the public. They don't, algorithmically, you never know how many simians are actually involved in this podcast. But um, the yeah, the prosthetic makeup and all that stuff is just incredible even though that those the newer films are like the cg is really incredible the motion capture on caesar and is is outrageous but in particular uh, uh uh this this first film like there's just something about the practicality of seeing real eyes behind these behind these monkey masks so yeah i'm a dig it i'm gonna check it out the next ones as well like there's a couple of sequels on disney plus not all of them because i don't think the disney has the rights to all of them but i think conqueror of the planet of the apes is under then beneath the planet of the apes which is some of the sequels. So I'm going to check those out for show. For show. Yeah. I'll check out the first one. Yeah, man. It's worth your time. Charlton Heston's hysterical because he's not actually a very good actor in my opinion, but he's fucking, he's all in. Talking to like so serious about monkey business. I loved it. Um, well, should we get into the, the first official uh, 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 nerd news of, of season two? Sure. I just have one question. What year was this? Um... 1968 was the original. Oh, okay. But it's interesting. It's like it's it. They're on Earth, um, they they leave Earth on a, on an exploratory mission, and it's 1978 or something like that. But they're they're going through the the sort of uh, Christopher Nolan interstellar singularity paradox thing, where the further they get from Earth, the more time that passes on Earth. So it's like ends up being like three thousand years has passed on Earth, um, and they and that they haven't aged. Um, so yeah, wasn't wasn't expecting that kind of fourth dimensional logic to go on, but whatever. Um, yeah, the, 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 the nerd news? Nerd news. I think this is probably how we started the nerd news the first time. We just, just said nerd news, like fumbling around. That's, that, yeah, that's exactly what happened, actually. It's in like, um, oh, fucking episode maybe three or four I, I can't remember which one it is but I, I was just like doing it and 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 I think I just coined the term we'll just call it nerd news and that was before we had a anything really yeah and I mean just and before we get into it um shout out to my main man Johnny JP uh what a legend like so generous with his art like the the theme song's always been there. Uh, it's a it's a track from um his his uh album from a few years ago, um and uh it's it's a spectacular album. We did a film clip for one of the songs and and he's just he's a consummate professional. 
Um, he's yeah, so generous and 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 so gracious, and he, he's always interested in, in in what we're doing here. And and he just set up this Dropbox, and he was like, or this Google Drive thing, and he's like, I'm just going to put music in there, and you can use it for whatever the fuck you want. And 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 it's it gives an identity to the show and a DNA to the show that would be missing otherwise. I'm not saying that you need to have theme songs or segments or anything for your podcast, but I like the structure of that. It feels like a show. It feels like a variety show to me. And and leading into the music and, and, and also being able to promote Johnny as, a, as an artist because, you know, he works with us at the studio and he's such a talented guy. Uh, and But absolutely no... I was listening to, to a podcast um, the other day called Script Apart. Um, with Alan Horner, and he was interviewing Todd Field for Tar, and and he, Todd Field was talking about one of the characters in the film that that um, uh, Lydia Tar meets is this young um, cello player who is youthful and exuberant, and 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 uh, you know just kind of attacks life with this kind of uh, veracity that 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 you know you don't find in older jaded people, and he said of her that. She's so self-aware. She's so comfortable in her own skin. She constructs no image. So she doesn't, is not conscious to, to develop some sort of ideal outside of her own self that other people see. You know, people do that all the time, even in work situations, but she doesn't do that. My, my fiance is a person who doesn't do that. There's no image to her. There's absolutely no edge. And Johnny's like that. Like Johnny is 100% unequivocally who he is and doesn't make any apologies for it. And, and I, I appreciate him as an artist um, and, and as a human being, but as a friend, he's, he's, uh, he's a beautiful person. And Johnny, I know you're listening. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for everything you do for us uh, on the podcast and at the studio and just, you know, enriching our lives with your, your beautiful presence, you fucking absolute crazy motherfucker who doesn't sleep at all, just hangs upside down for 45 minutes in the evening and then back at it. <laughs> Every time I talk to him, he's awake. And I'm not like, there's all the time he's awake. So I don't know what's, what's going on with him. Maybe he just siphons, maybe it's like Dr. Sleep and he like siphons the steam out of children and then tosses them aside and goes on on his day. That took a turn. Dr. Sleep's a good movie. It did a bit. Yeah. I mean, I love him. I don't think he's an actual vampire. <laughs> but anyway, you just heard Johnny's theme then. And now we're going to get into some nerd news because um, some really cool stuff happened. Let's just talk about trailers first up. Barbie. Did you see the Barbie trailer? Oh, do you not know? That's no for you? No, I hated, I hated so much of it. Oh, really? I, okay, here's the thing. I know the plot might be that Barbie goes to the real world. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why they're not showing any of that. Because they want that to be like the big surprise. All that they showed in the theater was just bad to me. Yeah. Like, I just, I could not. Like, and I, like, I have nothing against Ryan Gosling. He's an amazing actor. The man is fucking perfect from the hair to dick hair. <laughs> to his dick hair. It's called pubic hair, son. It's not called dick hair. Dick hair is, is I don't know. <laughs> it's a really, really badly named shop that sells toupees. Sorry. Come on into dick hair. <laughs> and the guy who runs the place names Richard, you see. Um, but yeah, I, his Ken looks like he's 70 years old. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you say that? There's a, I don't know. It's just, it's, 
this it's white hair. white hair and shit. See, Mo Leo yeah. could have been such a such an amazing Ken. Oh, you kidding me? There would have been riots in the streets and people would have been fucking ripping stadiums apart and eating the chairs. Like that's there's no I'm surprised he's in it at all. I did like that little bit at the end though, where it's like, you know, if I wasn't severely injured, I'd beat you off because they're at the beach. It's like, I'll beat you off, and I'll beat you off right here. No one's gonna beat anyone off. That was pretty funny. However, I was having a conversation with someone about that the other day. I think it might have been Natty actually at the at the studio, um, who's the person who runs our social media. And um she I think I was talking to her. If it wasn't Natty, I'm sorry if I'm 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 putting words in your mouth that weren't yours. But anyway, I was talking to someone who I think was Natty um about that. And uh it's funny, that last little gag is is a sexual gag. And I don't know how tongue in cheek this thing is. I know it's not Bumbuck and Greta Gerwig, so it's not gonna be children friendly, but Barbie is a is a is a is a a childhood institution for a lot of people. I don't think the people who are going to go and see this are all going to be people who have previous with it from childhood and are now adults. I think some kids are going to go and see this. And if they're talking about beating people off, there is some Karen... What? You? Yeah, I've previous with Barbie and I'm going to go watch it. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's and that's fine. And some people are going to enjoy that and, and you're an adult, so you can laugh at a beach-off joke because that's quite funny. But... I just feel like there's some Karen, some helicopter parent who's going to be like, my child doesn't need to know what hand jobs are at 11 years old. Oh, my goodness. Give me money or whatever it is that they, they end up doing or just listen to me on social media probably more than anything. But yeah, I feel like it's going to polarize people when it comes out. It's going to be one of those love it or hate it kind of pictures. I'm going to go watch it because it's Greta Gerwig and she's my second favorite director of all time. Yeah, she's pretty great. So, yeah. Plus, I just wanna, I just wanna like. I have nothing against that movie. I just, I just need to know more about what the story is gonna be. Cause if, cause if the trailer is like what eighty percent of the movie is, then I've already played that movie. I've already had mm. fights with my friends about who's gonna spend more time with Barbie. I don't, I don't, I don't want that for two hours. Fair enough. Fair enough, man. I have no previous with it whatsoever, apart from the fact that when I was younger, I had like. 13 female cousins and they all had barbies and i had spider-man and spider-man would go out and have adventures but then he'd have to come back home to barbie and and they would do domestic stuff <laughs> i was like this is wrong for starters this is an action figure and barbie's four foot tall so he's right at the height where you would you know what i'm saying there would be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there wouldn't be any ducking down is all i'm saying is for spider-man and barbie um <laughs> Uh, the other trailer that that di- didn't have Spider-Man or Barbie in it was um, Blue Beetle. Like I said, when we were talking to the guys on, on, on the um, Till the End of the Line podcast the other day, to me, the, the costume looks really cool. It looks like Guyver. And those of you out there know Guyver, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. But if you don't, look it up. But um, this looks pretty baller and, and colorful and interesting and, and kind of has a, a little Spider-Man vibe to it. But also, I found out yesterday, or, or it's been reported yesterday, that this is a, the first official movie of whatever the new DCU is going to be. That's not true. The first. That's not true. Yeah, the first official movie that the new DCU is going to put out is in twenty twenty five, called Superman Legacy. Okay, so that's the, someone is well, maybe whoever that was is a dickhead. <laughs> whoever said that? Maybe it's the end of the DCU. I don't know. Um, I think the end of the DCU is DCEU is um, is the Flash. Chazam! No, you're probably Flash. Yeah. 
No, it's, it's Aquaman I mean, 2. Because that comes out after Flash, which is weird. Okay. Well, that's going to be in Elseworlds, apparently. I guess so. If it if it's mm. based off after Flash, then it's, it has to be Elseworlds, though. If it's being folded into that, yeah. Well, look, you know, I, I think the trailer looked fun. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, as I said before, in you know, the episode we did a few weeks ago, um, I'm the. I don't feel like these movies are for me anymore. I feel like I've kind of graduated out of them, or not graduated out of them, but I think they're changing in a, in a way that is marketing them to a younger audience. They're not as concerned about you know a comic book fan of my age, which is totally fine. Like I've got other things, and I can always go back. I was I rewatched Iron Man three the other day, and that movie fucking rules. Like, um, yeah, but it looks fun. I hope people enjoy it. I hope people go and out and see it. And this fatigue thing is 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 um you know short-lived because that that young actor is really great the one from cobra kai and um it looks like a yeah it looks like a fun picture yeah and uh, i'm i'm really excited because i have previous with blue beard from young justice and uh, mm. he's a very tragic but also very very interesting character and seeing how they're not going the whole mother box route where where it's actually the mother box that transforms into this beetle that then attaches itself to the character mm. and then speaks to it like 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 a like a good and bad conscious at times like a symbiote yeah yeah it's okay. like to, to people who don't know who blue beetle is it's like uh spider-man venom rolled into one but with the charm of like Shazam. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean that's that's all good DNA. I just I'm just interested to see like Blue Beetle couldn't be more obscure uh, to to a regular public. You know, it's not like I don't I don't feel like the target for that is 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 people who have uh, who are going to see the next DC movie. I feel like this is a target for people who look at that trailer and go, "That looks interesting," as opposed yeah. to that's a comic book movie because it's just so obscure. You know, it'd be like I was always I'm always toting throughout the last year i've always said they need to make a fucking movie about the question which is a really random dc character that people wouldn't know but i feel like if you made that picture and marketed it as like a film noir as opposed to a, a comic book movie people would be more likely to go yeah so um cool so blue, blue beetle hope he gets out there and, and 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 remains blue um this one was interesting to me uh adam driver wonderful adam driver from uh, the most recent, recently 65, has officially, uh, will officially star in the Heat sequel, Heat, um, the, the, I think it's 1995 crime epic uh, by Michael Mann, starring Robert De Niro and Al Pacino, as uh, Al Pacino was a uh, robbery, robbery homicide detective and, and Robert De Niro was a, a, the leader of a, you know, a crew of criminals who were thieves and um, just incredible picture, three hours long, um, probably the, the, the finest crime drama that you'll ever see. Uh, it's actually playing at the Astor this Monday night. I'm going to check it out. But um, yeah, so there is a sequel to that movie in, in book form that, that uh, Michael Mann wrote with, with another writer whose name escapes me, um, which tells the story parallel to... Um, sorry, not parallel. Um, tells two stories parallel to each other. Uh, one is a sort of prequel of the film with the younger versions of those characters, and then uh, you know the more current. So my understanding is Robert De Niro and Al Pacino are returning as the older versions of the characters from uh, that that movie. But in the flashbacks, Adam Driver will be playing young Robert De Niro. That's insane. I love that. Now it is for 
for two reasons. One, he should probably be playing the young Al Pacino if he should be playing anyone. Because he just, like, in terms of, he, he looks a little bit more like, and I feel like he's got that intensity that, that Pacino has is the, the, in a way that um, De Niro doesn't have. But also, he's about 18 inches taller than both of them. <laughs> like, it's like, what happened? Did you, was it stilts? Like, what's what's going on? I don't know how they're going to tell that story. But then again, that's suspension of disbelief. But, hey, man, Adam Driver's getting work. I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um. Oh, this one, this one will be, uh, be be exciting for you, Andy Moscato, Andy Machete, yep, Andy Mesquite. What's his name? Andy, Andy Machete. Yep. Muschetti. Yep. Andy Muschetti is highly rumored to be directing a Justice League film for the new DCU, and the rumor has it. Rumor has it is that fuck. That's a terrible song. I wish I hadn't done that. Now I might cut that out. No, I'll leave it. But that's that's what I'm saying. Um. I feel like it's a, a sort of a secret, I feel like. Rewind for a second, Regan. Like, catch up with your fucking mouth. <laughs> My just brain's breathe. like... Just breathe. Just breathe. I just read. Here we go. Uh, the secret project is a Justice League project based on the New Frontier, uh, which is... Uh, uh, it's a comic book that was, that was written by Darwin Cook. Uh, written and illustrated. Darwin Cook, in- incredible artist, passed away a few years ago. I think it was actually about five years ago now, I think. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, he, he was an animator on um, the Batman animated series from the 90s. And he-, he had that style and he did a really, really great series called um, New Frontier, which was set in the 50s, but it had all the modern superheroes in it. And it was just, it's beautiful. They made an animated version of it, which is which is outstanding. You should absolutely check it out. We talked about it in our um animated uh, episode but yeah i mean i'm i'm totally I, mean, I don't know what the flash is and i haven't seen it like i don't know how how efficient this guy is as a director but fuck man that sounds interesting to me that sounds interesting to me a lot i just um i was on my phone today which is like this is like two hours ago and i watched this clip of um of the justice league cartoon where superman gives batman the the kryptonite ring before they have the oh. conversation about uh you know uh backup plans and uh you know damage control and yep. superman asks uh batman that you know uh you were so egotistical that you, that you forgot to make your own backup plan for when you go evil and he looks at superman and says i have a backup plan it's called the justice league yeah yeah, it's you, motherfucker. Um, that's yeah, that's cool. That was a it would have been from Doom, I guess, the Justice League Doom film that was sort of based on that 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 series. Uh, yeah, I mean the scene is both in the series and oh, is it okay? Yeah, it's in it's in a movie as well. But I think mm. I think they switch out something where like in the series it's uh, it's you and he says the Superman's the backup and the, in the movie he says the Justice League is, but. That's interchangeable. That's fine. I just I want that dynamic now. Yeah. Like I'm um, I'm over the whole depressed Batman shit. I just I I, I want I want that. Yeah, yeah. I, I I totally get that. And and actually that leads nicely into the last story here, talking about um not depressed Batman. <sighs> On April the first, I'm not going to say who it was, but somebody 
put a story out there that Chris Pratt had been officially cast as Batman in Brave and the Bold. It was a, it was a it was a April Fool's joke. That's not funny. That's that's not funny. All right, go fuck yourselves. I don't find that funny. That's about as funny as rectal trauma, um, which actually in of itself is 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 a pretty funny thing to say, but it's not funny. Uh, I mean, I like Chris Pratt. I think I think he's good in in some of the stuff that he's in, but he, like his exposure is outrageous, and and I don't suit Batman at all. Um, but I think they know that, and that's what that's what the joke is. I don't know the whole DCU thing. The whole DCU thing is uh, is exciting and scary, but it's it's more just depressing right now for me mm. until the Flash comes out. Yeah, there's no way we can know what the DNA of it's going to yeah. be, like what the structure of it's going to be. It's just at the moment, it's it's all hearsay. I I still do stand by the fact that that I think that James Gunn should just shut up and get on with the job. Like not not like not in a horrible like shut up and dribble way. I, I just mean like, dude, you got to stop interacting with people because you're never gonna you're never gonna speak to them in a way that's gonna um uh, uh, translate. Like someone made a comment about his him always casting his wife in things. And he came back and was like, I only cast her in Suicide Squad. That's it. She gets cast in everything else. But I'm like, why are you even engaging? Like, don't... I know, I know that he, someone said a shitty thing about your, your wife or whatever, but like, these people are trying to get a rise out of you. Don't... don't Just go about the job. Go and make your films and, and let the work speak for itself. You're an intelligent dude. I don't know why you feel like you need to get on Twitter and engage with people who are clearly not as intelligent you, for starters. Or maybe that's the point. Maybe he likes... Maybe he likes showing dominance. I, I, I don't know. But yeah, just leave it out, mate. Leave it out. Um, so let's get to the bulk have, of the... Oh, what are you going to say? got two two, two things? What? Yep, I've got two stories for nerd Two news. doubles. Awesome. I'm excited. Here we go. There's more nerd news. Enjoy it. All right. Uh, so I want to talk a bit about the new Spider-Man Across the Spider-Man trailer that dropped. Oh, shit. Yeah, I completely <laughs> yeah. forgot about that one. That was the other trailer that I, I, I knew I was missing something. Let's start. Yeah, you must have shit a solid gold egg. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I, was, I was in uni. I had to run out of fucking class because I was almost bawling. And then I went into the washroom and I fucking bawled because that looked insane. Yeah, it looks, it looks incredible. Fucking... Um... Uh, uh, Miguel, um, the the twenty twenty nine, sorry twenty ninety nine, Spider Man, um, just I, I'm I'm so happy to see a version because that I love that book. Like, I I just feel like it it was it was a really interesting take on Spider Man and, yeah. and 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 was kind of it's like body horror and 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 it was more science fictiony than even more than Spider Man actually is. And I just love the costume design and the theatrics of it and and it seems like they're going to play him as a bit of a villain yeah so this is part one of uh of two parts which is going to be ending like 2024 and we'll have beyond the spider-verse which will be the last of this universe but um yeah well they're introducing the spot which is the most out there willing you could ever imagine for spider-man and and he's, he's in here it seems like they're gonna try to uh, incorporate him as he is the villain, but uh, I think that will come into play like at the end of this film or maybe at the start of the next one. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's a lot of imposter syndrome going on with uh, Miguel O'Hara because he wasn't bit by a spider. For anyone who doesn't know, 
No, no, he he received his powers through a, like a scientific accident. There was people doing genetic enhancements of people, and he he ended up in in the chamber by accident. So it was almost a an accidental Captain America ring in 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 some ways. Um, and he he has the reason he can climb on walls is because he has little talons that come out of his fingers, which is some fucking baller ass shit. He's got like vampire teeth and yeah, yeah. It's it's uh like. Just graphically, as as a design, it's so great. Uh, Dan, when he went overseas some years ago, uh, went to a comic shop in, in in the United States and got me a poster of that that's in my living room of the of that that design that outfit. Um, yeah, it's it, I, I I can't wait to see what it is because it's you know it's already going to be good because it's the Spider Verse sequel. Like you can't fuck that up, honestly. Um, but to have the addition of that character and and the others as well is is, is really great. Yeah. And there, I just, that trailer dropped. And like three minutes after was the international trailer dropped, which starts with, it starts with Tobey Maguire, then it goes to yeah. Andrew Garfield, then it goes to Tom Holland, and then it goes to Miles Morales. Yeah. And it, it's all the Spider logos. And it, it it's like the first five seconds and it fucking teared me up. Yeah, man. Powerful shit. Uh, do, do you reckon that's... Is that a precursor to, okay, these guys are going to be in... Oh, yeah. Beyond? They definitely are. That's why they dropped that. They, they definitely are. If it's not in this one, it's it's in Beyond. Yeah. Probably in Beyond yeah. because it fits more with the title. Yeah, I think so. Uh, uh, and maybe that's, that's how they get... Uh, I don't know. I know it's more Sony than anything, but maybe that's how they get... They get um, uh, miles into the MCU like he goes into the real world I don't know like I, I, we've talked about it before like you know when we did our spider the legacy of spider-man episodes um we talked about that it's it's time for a miles live action it is it it's is like the, it couldn't couldn't be more more current to, to do that to put um a person of color of mixed race as well but a person of color in that suit um and and someone like a youthful person as well is is, not to say that tom holland isn't youthful or anything but but someone who is 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 a kid you know in a way that um that character is yeah it could couldn't be more poignant to do that right now so get on it what was what was the other story yeah i just just one last bit of information that we got from that trailer was miguel refers to no way home and says Doctor Strange and the Nerd from Earth 19999. And I screamed because at the premiere of Miss Marvel, Iman Vellani was asked, what universe does she think that the MCU is? And she yeah. said that it doesn't matter what Kevin Feige says. I know he always says that it's 616, but this is, the MCU is 19999. And I just, I paused, I paused it and I fucking screamed at my phone saying, she was right. And I, I, I loved it. Is that because of Agents of Shield? Is that where that that sort of designation came up? The six one six. Yeah, or or whatever the the other one as well. Like, what? Where does the the designation nineteen nine 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 come from? Like, who's who who has said that in the past? Like, why would that young actress know that? Uh, because that's uh, that's Kamala Khan's universe. Yeah, but how? But like, what I'm asking is like, how does how does the cinematic universe like who's ever said that? Who said that was the cinematic universe? So we had we had like Mysterio saying that in Far From Home, but that was just a throwaway thing because that was all the, that was all the script. But we had um, in Doctor Strange, 
our MCU was referred as 616. Which is that right? confirmed it weirdly. But the thing is, in the comics, like the 616 universe is the main universe where Stanley also exists. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the thing is, because we've seen the MCU, the MCU will always refer itself as 616. Because that's okay. the only universe that, that the MCU knows of. I don't know if you're ready for it, everyone, but season two, fucking math. <laughs> We're doing math up in this bitch. It's too much. Fuck I can't keep my head around it. That's, yeah. that's, that's, the, that's the multiverse saga for you, I guess. Yep. Well, right on. I can't, can't wait for that picture. Um, what was the other story? You had another one? Yeah, the other one was uh, Wes Anderson dropped the trailer for, or like Focus Films dropped the trailer for uh, Wes Anderson City. And it's an alien film. Directed by Wes Anderson. Certainly seems like that. And and the funny thing is, I was talking to someone uh, about it the other day, uh, my, my mate Brad, who's a, who's a big fan of, of that. And as as filmmakers, if anyone else is out there as a filmmaker, uh, uh, particularly if you use Canon software, um, you know the shooting codec for most filmmakers when using Canon cameras is called C log. Um, you know C log one, C log two, C log three, and they're variants of 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 um, you know picture quality or, or, or resolution or information going into the camera, basically. And you shoot C-Log and it's flat. That looks really flat. Like there's no dynamic range whatsoever. And that's so that when you get into the editing system, you can adjust it, it from, I think that, I think it's 16 stops either way. Like you can, you can sort of adjust it and add color and it's just easier to do a grade on it. And I shoot in that shooting C-Log too exclusively because of that latitude that it, that allows. It looks like he shot it in, in that, I mean, he might shoot on film. I honestly don't know. But what it looks like, and I said this to Brad, is it looks like he shot it in C-Log and then not done any any sort of um, uh, uh, contrasting. All he's done is put color in, like pastel color, because it looks flat. There's no dynamic range to it at all. I mean, I know he does storybook kind of style anyway, but this in particular is the next step. And it's just, it's beautiful to see him evolve, um, you know, because he first started getting really experimental uh, uh, with um, the, the life of Steve Sisu, uh, the life aquatic um, uh, with Steve Sisu or what it was called, but but that picture, um, even more so than the Royal Tannenbaums, uh, you know, and, and you kind of see him sort of do that uh, a Grand Budapest and then Darjeeling and then, you know, uh, 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 the French Dispatch, like they've all become more and more, Fantastic Mr. Fox, they've all become more and more storybook. And this looks like it is 100% a, a book that was printed in the 50s. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, it's one of the few trailers that has made me cry. Just because you just said that you cried when you saw the other two trailers. No, I just <laughs> you cried because you saw Barbie and thought, "Oh, this is just shit, this is shit." Do not cry for that. Ryan Gosling looks like whoever the president of the United States is at the moment. What's his name again? Joe, Al Bi- Joe Biden. Joe- Al Biden. I nearly called him. There. Al Biden's his brother, who's actually a sheet metal worker in. In, in, in Chelsea um, it's not true looks like him and you cried for that and then you cried for Spider-verse. Blue Beetle <laughs> in Spider-Verse yeah but no that's cool I know you're a, you're a huge Wes Anderson fan aren't you he is my god that's fine man people people have him yeah you know you've got to you've got to draw your inspiration from someplace i'm a total simp and i just i just love steven spielberg i'm not saying all of his movies are perfect or that his movies are better than other people's movies i just like his his visual language appeals to me a lot 
and and it informs what I do as a, as a filmmaker. Um, and uh, <laughs> that fucking thing. I stopped following someone the other day on on Instagram because as soon as that trailer dropped, they dropped an article. It was almost as if they were ready. They dropped an article that they'd written that said um, uh, why Wes Anderson's overrated. Like, what the fuck is this? Why would anyone want to read that? And even if they would want to read that, why would you want to write that? Like, why tear something down when you can build something up? If you don't like Wes Anderson, exp- tell me who's a filmmaker you do like. Have a, have an argument in the positive instead of the negative. I feel like I've been saying that for a year. <laughs> and yeah. no one's listening. <laughs> the yeah. internet's still fucked. I mean, Fuck. the, the one thing I would say is that definitely Wes Anderson's style is not for everyone. Because he does a lot of things with a lot of his characters that that are very true to human nature that some people just can't accept, mm. and it's not most most movies have that the wall of you know realism and you know you're watching a movie. His characters are his characters are very real in a very fantastical environment, mm. and it it throws some of some people off. But I just. The only the only way I can actually fucking describe my relationship with him is that Wes Anderson is my god, film is my religion, and the theaters are my temple. That's awesome. I'm stealing that. I'm gonna use that on someone and not give you credit. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> no, that's that's absolutely true. I every time I I, I go to the movies, like I, I say that to people, like tell telling my friend Tim that I went to the Astor, like. 38 times last year or something like that and he was like what the fuck i'm like it's my temple man that's 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 where i go to to pray um and that's beautiful but i just mean like yeah you're right wes anderson stuff isn't for everybody but that's that doesn't mean you have to be negative about it like if you don't like it just don't talk about it yeah just move on but um apologies everyone if you can hear the rain that's going on here in melbourne it's quite damp um cool well let's get into into the bulk of the episode and chat about some shit that we did for for a year ago and we might drop in a few clips here and there depending on what we talk about um i'll go back and 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 source those so episode one which was called mc you better believe it because i love a pun me uh came out when uh 25th march 2022 25th of march 2022 i I re-listened to this episode and it's raw as fuck i even mess up the intro that's right ladies and gentlemen welcome to the filmatics podcast yep that's that's what i said it's our first episode and you can tell because i'm stuffing up already you can kind of see i mean with this episode and 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 also i think um uh, the second episode as well uh which was the the dcu uh episode we did which was called hashtag release the podcast um i feel like we were kind of finding our feet a little bit yep. and, and and figuring out what what the show was going to going to be and what it was going to feel like they were also really long like i know most of the episodes are long now but normally when you start a podcast the episodes are quite short because you you just you're just starting out but yeah both of those episodes were, were two hours or, or you know ish um or a bit longer uh are you and also this is this is something you know you probably don't know about Addy because he sounds so efficient at it now so much so that we can guest on other people's podcasts he was so fucking nervous oh my god i was so fucking nervous you're you're a bundle of fucking nerves and and you fucked up at one point and you were like oh man i'm fucking it up i'm like no you're not man just this is it this is what it is we're just going to move forward and 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 you've 
the confidence that you've gained and and you, like you're a podcaster now it's you can't you can't say that you're not i know it's trendy to have a podcast and everyone's got a podcast i've got a podcast on my cats i've got a podcast on coffee i've got a podcast on fucking anal piercings or whatever um and and that's cool but but you you have have taken it on almost as a profession uh and and i i appreciate how far you've come thank you <laughs> and he's still quite nervous but yeah that was the that was the, the opening gambit was like hey do you want to do do a podcast and 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 i want to talk about the mcu is that was that what it was for you like when you said like why did you want to do a podcast i don't know i just i thought like our writing styles were completely different yet i just had so much fun doing it with you mm. and i just i wanted to like spend more time with you in like not a weird way <laughs> it's it's not weird now it's been it's been a while we we've, we've spent like you know a lot of time together up at this point um yeah i i feel like it was a personal thing i i have a show like i've got another show that's called the stitch up it's it's on youtube some people might know that i know which is actually becoming a podcast shortly that's that's why there haven't been any episodes since um the uh the reading the dramatic reading of uh, a die hard a christmas story happened in december the reason there haven't been any new episodes is because i'm i'm working on making it a podcast because it's just you you reach a bigger audience it's so much more efficient and time wise i can get more done um so that will no longer be a video show occasionally i might do a video here and there depending on if you have a special guest or if there's something particularly i want to do but um yeah to, to to have that and now that we also have the audience here as well people are enjoying what we're doing and and that's that's 99.99999% of why I do this and, and the rest of it's just to hang out with you and to make people laugh. Like uh, Juan said it the other day when we were guesting on their show and he was like that I, I, I've had him doubled over with laughter, like a belly ache of laughter. That's my favorite thing in the world is making people laugh, honestly. I, 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 I get so much joy out of it and, and I like being funny. It's, it's, it's makes life so much more enjoyable. Because you just get to you just get to be around happiness all the time if you're making people laugh. Like, why why wouldn't you want to do that to yourself? Um, but yeah, it's it's so yeah that 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 will change platform wise. The stitch up and then Addy will probably come on and it'll just be now we have two podcasts. <laughs> that's a little bit more targeted though. Like we talk about a specific movie and that's all we talk about. There's no like show about it. There's no sort of pageantry the way that there is here it's more of a like a dissection of of, of cinema um of people that, that people like i have guests on and they choose the they choose the episode um so just just thinking about you know those original shows and you were just i want to i want to do this i want to do this podcast together um one of the other things that we were really keen on doing well the second episode had to be split because we forgot to do the q a portion yeah and that was what that was kind of what the, sec- the third episode was in, in a way. But then we also had um, a two-part uh, episode for, for episode three, which was we were talking about the DC animated universe and focusing particularly on the Robins. Um, do you feel like once we got to that point, you'd kind of, that was where you were like, okay, I've done everything I wanted to do. What the fuck are we going to do now? Was it before Dune? Yeah, Dune was the next one after that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, wa- I really wanted to talk about Robin because... Uh, I mean, it's it's Dick Grayson. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of dick chat in that episode. Oh, yeah. 
It's my. I mean, so you need to get some dick into your life, and there was a huge because I didn't do any editing back then. Before we were when we were just on Zoom, I, I couldn't cut them because they were but the the two audio lines were tied together. But now I can actually do proper editing and take out gaps and stuff. But yeah, little behind the scenes for you there. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Um, yeah, I said you yeah, need to get some dick into you, and there's a huge gap of you laughing. But because you laugh silently, it just seems like there's a huge gap. That's my fear. I want to go back to sometimes because it's short and it's it's just a lot of dick talk. I think it is. That was when the dick sound was invented for us. Yeah, <laughs> the blizzard of dicks. Um, I think as well, it's it's also there's a purity to it because we're both you you have a, a thing for the Robins as a as a an ideology, and I my favorite hero is is. Dick Grayson, like I just, and, and and I went on quite a long diatribe about why he's important and that that it was formative for me as a young man and and, and as as now as an older man, you kind of want to be a better person when you when you look at Dick Grayson as a person, especially the, the most recent one with the Tom Taylor's doing, um, yeah, and then uh, Dune, yeah. So, Daddy was a much bigger fan. Like, oh, I like Dune. Actually, no, Dune wasn't next. It was Disney. We yeah. did like a, a, a Disney chat about the, um, it was called Disney Plus Sized. Yeah. What you, what's going on? I I didn't realize that was a two hour, three, three minute episode. Holy shit. Is it? It is. Fucking hell. Well, there was a lot to talk about because. Oh, yeah. It, we it like was all the Disney Plus shows. shows and shit. Yeah. Do you feel like your rankings are the same? Because um, it was like. You know, one division was going to be your top one. Is it still there, or has things changed for you? I think so. I think I think we did like at the end of the last MCU one that we've done. I think I think we did a ranking then. I think I still had Wonder Vision at number one by then. Yep. But yeah, I it hasn't changed there. What is that's a, that's all right. That's I I kind of assumed as much, but I didn't want to. Um, I wanted to check with you as well. Yeah, no, I, and, and also that's another one of those episodes that I listen to now and I realize how much my, my opinions have changed. Like, I still love that stuff and particularly Hawkeye. Like, I still think that's the best. But, yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm realizing that, that you know, those, I don't have a relationship with those shows as much. Like, um, Kike said the other day he thinks that Lo, uh, Loki's the best out of those shows. And I, I barely remember it, honestly. You know it's what? It's kind of all kind of going away quickly. You know? Yeah, I think the reason why is that eight, they're they're very short. Like, except for one division, every everything has six episodes, and plus there was so much talk about it while they were coming out that you don't really feel the need to go back. I've done mm. that with a couple of shows, and like all all like the noise surrounding it, it's when you, when it's not there, it's much more easier to enjoy. And yep. you know, pick up pick up things, which is, which is true for everything. When you go back, uh, you find you find new things, uh, to enjoy. But especially for those, because like, at that point, I think we were we were also like heading a point of exhaust exhaustion from Marvel because like it was five shows and like what four movies. It had just sort of yeah, because we come out of come out of like major lockdowns and was was you know the world was kind of ramping back up again and they were like we've got all this stuff we've got to get it out yeah which might have been a mistake i don't know it, there is definitely a fatigue had started to set in and by the time we get to she hulk uh, i think everybody was a little bit like what the fuck are we here for um 
not that that's a criticism like if you if you feel that way about it that's that's totally fine you check out of things um but yeah i i, I yeah it's just interesting to hear like as a time capsule going back and, and and hearing them being like oh okay that's sort of where we were um it's, and, and when where we were as well as in, in in terms of dune um i i hadn't i didn't have a relationship with that film i like the david lynch one i think it's really bizarre um, but I've never read the books or anything. And I liked Denny Villeneuve's picture. It, it was it was impressive, um, even though I was being distracted by someone fucking nearly balls deep behind me. Um, it's incredible, incredible thing. A lot of weird things have happened to me at the cinema just purely by the nature of the fact that I've been to the cinema so often. Like if I was to chart it in terms of hours, it would be days of my life every year. Um, but yeah. What a weird pick. Not even not a terribly sexy. Well, I suppose the cast's pretty damn sexy, but um yeah, being able to hear your your love for that film. Because I know that's that's that that film and um hang on, what did you say? It was it that and then that came out and then something else came out. And this Dune was your number one favourite movie, and then something else came out and replaced it like within quickly. No, Dune was my favourite of that year. Maybe maybe that was what it was. It was like something else, and then Dune came out, and you were like, "Oh well, this is the one." Um, we were we were hinting about a sequel at that point. You know, they they were just talking about it. Since then, it's been it's been pushed forward, and now has a release date of this year in November, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Are you it's, ready? I I am. It's it's not my most anticipated one, but also this year is fucking packed. We have mm. we have Nolan, we have Wes Anderson, we have Greta Gerwig, we have Francis Ford Coppola, we have uh, Martin Scorsese, all of them mm. coming over with fucking movies. But my number one was always going to be Asteroid City. Yeah, but it's it's interesting that um, all these uh, uh, well not auteurs but all these directors have big pictures coming out that have been gestating for a long period of time like flowers and the killer moon have been has been in production or at least pre-production post-production whatever for ages it's a four hour long picture as well um which i'm i'm totally cool with oppenheimer is going to be three like i feel like people have kind of gotten over that you know like there's a there's a some movies you come out and you're like what the fuck is that doing at two and a half hours there's not there's not enough story there but people people are uh comfortable doing that and i think that precedent was set absolutely by the mcu movies getting longer and longer because now they're just like that's crazy that yeah. spider-man no way home the director's cut of that or the, the 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 more cut the cut that's got more in it is nearly three um yeah people adapt man especially when it comes to movies and shit like that's the whole thing and it was it was just pushed forward by the batman showing how it can it cannot be so much MCU and still be engaging with that with that time of three hours, mm. and with the audience as well, because that movie couldn't be less like the MCU. There's there's so much craft going on there in terms of its cinematography, in terms of its you know, its construction, its set design, its its CG work. It was all a lot of it was practical. Um, you know, getting these actors in, like spending time on the script. It was it was it was the anti-marvel in a lot of ways which is probably why it did so well like i, I like that movie I, I think it's by no means the best batman movie because that's batman returns motherfuckers um but yeah it's it's it does give people like a, a oh this is just normal now three hours is normal i need to eke out more time I, fucking john wick three was almost for a, a three hours it's like 
what, two hours and 51 minutes or something like that. Um, so yeah, I think it's, I think that might be the future, you know, four hour Martin Scorsese movie about a serial killer in the 1920s starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Brendan Fraser and Robert De Niro, like fucking yes, please. Marty's earned it. He can make movies however long he wants. I don't give a shit. Oh yeah. Um, we had a nerd news episode, which is basically just us talking about all the stuff that that happened at CinemaCon that year. Um, I can't remember what exactly we talked about. It was uh, uh, it was about like it was like don't worry, darling, and uh, the blade mess up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh man, this feels like so long ago. I know, right? That was like ten months ago, man. Unbelievable. And that episode is also uh, the episode that's dedicated to Spodge. Oh, that's the Dune one. No, that's Necessary Nerd News, which was episode six. I miss her a lot, honestly. Like, I know I've got my, my three little pals now, Paul, Perry, and Clark, little kittens, who are currently all sleeping very cutely together in the laundry in their beds. But... um. Yeah, I miss Spodge every day. I had to put together like a, a photo reel for my and my fiance's um, ten year anniversary, which just happened last week, and um, and some of them had Spodge in them, and it was really hard. Like she's she was a person to me, and I, and as much as I I think that she would have enjoyed necessary nerd news, she probably wouldn't have. <laughs> it's a very particular cat. Um, but yes, moving on. Probably this might be my favorite tag my favorite pun of all time uh, for the episode seven, the moon night episode, the episode was called on a moon night like this, much like the Kylie Minogue song on a night like this. And I thought that was fucking hysterical. Um, I like moon night a lot. I actually have more appreciation for it now than I did then. I think it kind of grew on me like after the fact I didn't watch it again either. Like it was just something about it felt different and then my appreciation for Oscar Isaac and 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 just there was some something about it and I think your your I mean of course not only the dick in the sky chat uh that we had and and you not pronouncing sarcophagus properly which I'm probably going to drop in like I'll, I'll I'll drop a clip of that in their hearts are still inside these sarcophagus 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 Sarcophagus. 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 Yeah, that. The Egyptian coffin, dude. The ancient Egyptian coffin. coffin. (laughs) That was you giving up in such an amazing way. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Your understanding of it from a from a metaphorical point of view, from a spiritual point of view, was really interesting to me because it's for someone so young, you have quite a a, a keen grasp on on that stuff. Um, you're laughing at me like you're not, not. It's not true. You you are wise beyond your years, even if you don't feel it. Like I feel, emotionally, you're incredibly sophisticated. Again, thank you. Yeah, that, thank you with a question mark and raised shoulders. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely the truth, man. Like you, you've uh, you've proven it time and time again on this podcast. Like we wouldn't get along if that wasn't the case. Like if you were just a typical, you know, nineteen year old or twenty year old, like you're not going to get along with a fucking forty year old dude. Like just probably get, get going out there and, and and doing drugs the way that young people do drugs. I don't know, but you know what I'm saying. Like 
it's not I'm not going to have a relationship with you that's going to be very fulfilling if you're a, a, a typical 19 year old who's 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 all about themselves mostly or or is obsessed with trends or TikToks or whatever like you don't construct an image either mate I'm the most me during during the show that's like that's something that I've come to realize that I'm I'm the most truthful and the most vulnerable when we're recording because I've mm. had moments where I've almost cried during recording of certain episodes. Mm. Yeah, but we'll get into There's, it. I've had moments where I have cried, um, but yeah, that's what this is. Like that's what that's what this space is for us is a place to be ourselves. And I I don't I don't put on anything here when I'm like I'm in show mode sometimes because. I've got to be big or silly, perhaps not so much today because we are kind of reminiscing a little bit and I've got to do intros and everything, but this is who I am. Like I'm not, there's, there's no, there's no, no guard up here. Like I'm not, I'm not saying things I don't believe in or saying things to get more popular or, you know, being clickbaity or, you know, pushing a hot topic because that's a hot topic to talk about or anything like that. We just kind of make it up and do what we want to do and have a conversation between the two of us because it's, we do it autonomously. We're just kind of, we do it in a silo, like it's just me and you, and then all of a sudden it's on the internet, and sixteen thousand yeah. people listen to it or whatever. Um, so it's it's there's there's some freedom in that, absolutely. Um, we talked about uh, uh, it's time to talk about the multiverse and its madness. Um, this is it, right? Do, do you? This yeah. Do, do you? This this is the one. This is the episode. <laughs> I believe this is the episode where we talked about. Um, uh, 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 not only me me doing an impression of three different people at once. Oh, that was uh, so amazing. Was, yeah. It was Patrick Stewart talking to, I think he was either talking to, this might have been the antithesis, uh, not the antithesis, sorry, um, the, the uh, uh, beginning of the Disney Plus um, impression as well. I'm not partnership. sure. Don't know when that happens. There's in, yeah, I'm Disney Plus here, yeah, that guy. I don't know where he came from or what, what point, but... This episode, Strange Brew, it was called for for Multiverse of Madness, was the episode where not only yet did I do an impression of uh, um, Haley Atwell, Kevin Feige, or some executive Disney, and Charles Xavier, Patrick Stewart, talking about going to the premiere of the of that movie, even though they were kind of like supposed to be hidden, um, and he convinced them to put him in the trailer. Uh, Peggy Carter, and she's played by Haley Atwell. Haley Atwell. Who was also who was also at the premiere for Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness? Yeah, she's fucking in it because we've seen that she's in it. Maybe that's why they had to do that. Maybe that's why they had to do that. They're like, you know, Patrick Stewart is like, you know, you know, I want to come to that. Uh, now, now I sound more like Ian McKellen then, but I'll do Ian McKellen. Yeah, I would like to come to that that premiere, and bring my beautiful wife, and talk to people who are there. Doctor Strange, please let me come. And they're like, well, fuck, we can't do that because then we had, why just reveal me in the trailer? Well, no, we can't. It's going to give you, no, no, reveal me in the yellow chair in the trailer. And they're like, fuck, Patrick, you're the bomb, mate. You can come. And then behind him, standing behind him was Hayley Atwell. And she was like, well, what the fuck? I want to come to the thing as well. Oh, she sounds like Veruca Salt, but whatever. I would like to come there. I will even bring my shield. And they're like, you know, Hayley, you, you're kind of busy with Mission Impossible. I would like to come. And they're like, fuck. Thanks, Patrick. Now we're going to invite her too. All right, you can come as well. Put her in the trailer. The 15 second. We'll do it quickly. Give her jetpacks. I'm Kevin Feige. 
and seen. I hope you enjoyed that, everybody. It's my little... <laughs> oh, oh, I love that. I've cracked. Yeah. I've absolutely cracked. But it's also where Addy told me that he thinks that during the snap, Hulk went to read Richards so that he could get a not... Like, smart Hulk went to read Richards to get a small, normal-sized pink penis on his massive green body so that he could have sex with people. Um... And, uh, and and I'm, I'm going to drop that clip in and you can enjoy it for yourselves. And Bruce says it. He's treated the Hulk as the as the villain and the and the disease. But when he started when he started looking at the Hulk for a cure, he was able to merge. And it's it's the and age never have of... sex again. Ouch. No, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It had to come up and I'm not the only one who's brought it up. But if he he's like, you know, I took the brains and the brawn and put them together, the best of both worlds. I'm like, yeah, but you've got your penis would be enormous now. Like it would be un- incalculably big. You get like a blue whale, man. Who is doing what for whom? I'm just saying, it could be something uh, that comes up. How could you find condoms the right size? I have a theory. You have a theory? Okay, great. Yeah. Maybe in those five years, right? He met he met Reed, Reed Richards somewhere, and you know, Reed, shut up! Just let me finish, right? <laughs> all right, all right. You know, Reed Richards, Mister Fantastic, also the plastic elastic man. Fuck, yep. plastic man. Plastic <laughs> elastic man. Yep. <laughs> Your plastic man is a DC property. Sorry. Yeah, we're getting confused, but okay, keep going. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, Reed Richards can elongate his organs. <laughs> Right, so Reed Richards also has the power of just elasticity, but also he can make his arms solid when he wants to. Sure. So, so maybe you know the DNA shit, man. Just, just, just two scientists just bit bickering because Bruce Banner needs a a, a fitting dick for his new body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the so the both of you. He needs a fitting dick. <laughs> and by fitting dick, you mean a dick that fits his body. Yep, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> was, was that Are not you clear? saying that, that Reed Richards would help him? <laughs> yeah. Like, like you I know, do we say Richards has better things to do with his time, like save the planet from Galactus, than try to figure out how to make sure Bruce Banner can still fuck when he's in Hulk mode. Oh, how and do you also, know? So, does this mean in your head? I'm sorry. Does this mean in your head, Professor Hulk has this huge, massive, seven foot tall, hulking green body, but in between his legs, he's got a normal pink man's penis? <laughs> whatever you want, man. Whatever you want. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, where do you begin? Does he have enormous green balls and then a little fucking pink penis? Exactly. Is that it? Or Wow. The mind boggles. Ladies and gentlemen, please write in and give us your theories on the Hulk dick. Professor Hulk's dick. You know what? I'm, I'm actually fucking proud of that theory. You should be. It's, it is by far the most interesting thing anyone said about the MCU ever. You can pull into, you can go into all the different aspects of, of, of you know, what's what's going on or uh, 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 what themes are happening and who's doing this and what's going to be the overarching story. And, oh, there's an Easter egg there. No one has ever gone, hey, by the way, Hulk has a tiny little pink penis. 
And everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah, I'm going to tell it's, you. It's tiny little pink penis for him. It's it's like, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to... No, gonna... we'll, let the, we'll let the clip speak for itself, honestly. Yeah. Um, so uh, we did an episode on, on Obi-Wan, which is pretty cool. And that was kind of fueled your... Um, that was called Wan Singular Sensation, which is pretty fun. Uh, it was uh, about um, not only Addy talking about his watching of the prequel pictures, which you actually quite like, and I appreciate that about you because not a lot of people admit that in the Star Wars community because it's liable to get you fucking skinned or tarred and feathered. I'm telling you. Actually, a whole bunch of stuff came out from the Star Wars thing today. They're doing a whole bunch of new movies. James yeah. Mangold signed on to do like a, a an origin story of the Jedi Order, which is set 25,000 years before the events of these films. Rey's returning for a sequel to Rise of Skywalker, Skywalker where she's, um, you know, a Jedi New Order, uh, New Order yeah. Jedis or Order she's- Some New Jedis, whatever it is. <laughs> you know, let me tell you, after, after um, oh, damn, I'm going to fuck up my own joke because I can't remember the, what's the Order... Where they kill a bunch of them? Order 66. Order Okay, hang on, I'll try that line again. Yeah, after Order 66, they did have to order a bunch of new Jedis. Riggs! Um, <laughs> yeah, so all that's going on. But but I feel like um, I, I, I'm okay with Mando and, and, and all the other stuff that's going on. I don't have a huge relationship with Star Wars. Um, but that... Uh, the Obi Wan show was great. Like I really, I really appreciate that. You and McGregor like just amazing, just slayed it. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, since then I watched the sequel trilogy, and uh, I I love Daisy Ridley as as Rey. She's my she's my favorite Star Wars character. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Fuck, you're gonna get you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it online. Eleven thousand people. Are gonna I don't fucking care. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Um. um I do want to say before we move on though. Cause I can't, I can't fucking say it again now. But the other day, I was like fucking two weeks ago, and I was, I was just sitting in just silence, and I, I tried to pronounce the Egyptian coffin, and I did, mm-hmm. and then I tried to do it again, and I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's illusory. It, it doesn't always come to you, but you will get it eventually. Sarcophagus. <laughs> no, not sarcophagus. Sarcophagus. It's also around here, uh, uh, you know, in the Drawn Together episode, we were talking about exclusive about animated pictures, um, mostly so that we could get an opportunity to talk about Arcane. Yeah. Um, where I was, I, 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 like, my impressions took over, and I was, that, that episode has got half a dozen in there at least. Seamus the Pirate? Oh, going in to get a coffee. I know, I be Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pirate, and he has to tell people he's a pirate. Um, and it made me realize, uh, like how much I love doing that, and 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 how much you know I I feel like I missed an opportunity to be a voiceover artist for for, for cartoons. I got you, man. I got you, man. My fucking campaign takes off. You you you're voicing the four-digit dragon. <laughs> of course I am. Of course I am. I've got, I've got a, I've already got a voice for it too. Like it'll be like kind of like Mrs. Doubtfire, but by way of uh someone else as well kenneth brenner but with tits um <laughs> i just realized i've never actually said i've never actually addressed that i'm doing a campaign ever on air and now it's just out there with fucking four tits of that's all right dragons. everybody Addie's writing a very uh in-depth uh uh, uh 
campaign for D and it's it's like writing a story you know it's like writing it writing a novel or, or a screenplay and um one of the characters in it because of a conversation that we had in an episode recently i don't remember which episode episode it was um i talked about a dragon having boobs like that like fucking the, the the milk titties that fucking what's his name's doing in last jedi or whatever that picture is oh yeah is it last jedi it is yeah where he's milking the t- you're like oh that's where that milk comes from i didn't need to know that whoever made that picture was ryan johnson it was a bit much um the next uh uh four three four four episodes um that that uh came out the pipe were the legacy of spider-man where we went through each of the different iterations of spider-man and it was it was um uh, uh, uh initiated because uh i went and saw the spy i went to the spider-thon at the Astor theater here in melbourne where they did all of those films uh back to back um including spider-verse and it was one of the best cinema going experiences of my life and we got to rap about it and it also i think i've mentioned this on that episode it helped me fall back in love with the two garfield pictures because they are so different um and they do try something else in in, in a way that the other two series haven't um and just how great an actor he actually is so i appreciate you you kind of helping me refine that you know yeah yeah, those these four episodes were like I can't I can't fully say they're all like all all the episodes have some sort of like passion behind it that we want to talk about these things. That's why we do. But mm. those four episodes were like heavy passion projects. It's it's yeah. It's this and but like the biggest one that we've done is the X Men one. Yeah, I, I feel like even though it was less episodes, it was for, for both of us. There was there was something there because we didn't. There was not that wasn't prompted by anything. Um, uh, it was just like we need to do an X Men episode because we have to. Um, sometimes we tried to stay topical. We did an episode episode fifteen. The boys are back in town. We we talked about the third season of the boys. Um, you know, which is we both really loved and 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 just wanted to chat about. There was heaps of stuff um, in episode 16, The Con Is On, which was about Comic-Con 2022 and all the things that came out there and um, how, yeah, I think there was the, uh, it was mostly DC stuff because Marvel decided not to participate. Um, oh, the con, is, the, the con Is On is Comic-Con where, that's Kevin Feige on stage. We talked about phase four and six. Yeah, that's that's right. You're right. I fucked up. You're what? fucked up. Yeah, no, we did because we went through each one. You're right. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting confused with the other one. Oh, that was that was CinemaCon. That was ten months ago. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, that was the other one. Which like, also never fucking episodes. happened because no, James Gunn is in charge. So all all the night so much shit, of it. All the night we shit. It's just if gone. you look back, yeah. If you look back at all the stuff that we've talked about, the amount of shit like news stories that have come through, like if anyone else to listen to this in the next twenty years, and be like, those guys were the most uneducated fucking new journalists because we are journalists, we're film journalists, who've ever lived. Because it just sounds like we're reporting all this stuff that never happened, and we kind of are. Um, we did an episode uh, two Thor's and a baby, which was on Thor: Love and Thunder, which I still don't have a great relationship with. I think that that movie is yeah. a, a massive misstep um and 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 did a disservice to to a lot of characters but we also talked about miss marvel we did hey, do you go back to that one often yeah <laughs> yeah like you should have seen his face everyone it was cute as hell um i love miss marvel 
<laughs> it was pretty strong. Um, and it also ushered in what what will be something about the future of this 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 MCU with Marvel uh, with uh, mutants as well because she's kind of like she's was not outed as one, but yeah, she's she's clearly there's something going on there. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see whatever that's going to be. Uh, episode 18, Enter Sandman. We talked about the Netflix series Sandman, which I'm a huge fan of. Um, this is uh, this I, is I think... one that I'm that I'm sort of proud of because it was it was something out of my comfort zone entirely. Yeah, well, I think that's something that's been really good for both of us is that like, I wouldn't have fucking you know gone out of my way to see Dungeons and Dragons. No way, but I'm gonna do it because I'm gonna. You want to talk about it, and we've got a show to do. Like it's all right. I'm gonna check it out. Let's let's do again. Let's be topical and or you know talk about something that means something to you. Like we, it's it's enriching what just at my 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 life in cinema because um, I saw the trailer for that thing and I saw the poster. I'm like, really? What the fuck are they doing? <laughs> that's, I was that's the so same. Weird. I had yeah. the same reaction. And it's not like Dungeons and Dragons one. Or Dungeons and Dragons 2. Like, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves is a very specific thing. So, is the sequel going to have any of those characters in it? Or is it going to be Dungeons and Dragons, you know, Here Comes Titties. And it's about a completely different... (laughs) (laughs) I should see his face. You're going to write that. He's writing that down. (laughs) Dungeons and Dragons, Here Comes Titties. Oh, no. (laughs) It's here. You're welcome. It's it's done. It's done. Here fly the titties. Here fly the titties. You know, but I'm just meaning like, what's the sequel to that? Is it connected to those stories? I don't know. But yeah, and, and if you get just got to see Sandman and that got to enrich your life in some way, that's a beautiful thing. Uh, enriching life. This is something else, you know, funnily enough, that the following episode that we did is something you told me to watch. Um, and I watched it stupidly while my fiance was touring in Sydney. Uh, Being Normal was our episode we did on normal people. This episode was so popular, it actually um, got the attention of, of, of a lot of normal people fans on social media, um, uh, some of who shared the uh, uh, the episode and, and and were so keen on that conversation, they even timestamped it to say, this is where they start talking about normal people so you can avoid all the nerd news and stuff. But... What a powerful show that is, um, and, and continues to be. Since that time, Paul Mascal has has starred in and been nominated for an Academy Award, um, uh, and uh, Daisy Riley is, is, is Daisy Riley. Daisy Edgar no. Jones. Daisy Edgar Jones. I'm getting confused with the Star Wars as well. Um, has gone from strength to strength as well in in, in her career. Um, Where the Crawl Dad Sing is is one of the best movies I saw last year. Um, yeah, I was really, really happy with that episode. I was glad that I, I stuck it out, and I was uh, genuinely moved when it when it ended. Um, and I, I haven't gone back to it, um, but it's it's really fresh in my mind still. Like I, when things, it's like we're talking about the Marvel stuff and whatever. It's so consumable, and and, and it just goes away really quickly. And I, I appreciate that some people have great love for it. Like I like um, Kike said the other day, he's like, you know. I'll never feel like I wasted my money going to a Marvel film. I kind of feel like I wasted my money a little bit on Ant-Man 3. Um, not not wasted my money, but just my time at least. It was, you know, I could have waited for it or whatever the fuck. I don't know. But when things take hold and, and when they crystallize for me, I don't need to see them multiple times. Or if I do, it's... it's, it's um, 
it's because there's something I want to go back and appreciate again. But but with with this in particular and, and, and other things as well that stand out, I can remember so much of it so clearly. It's so sharp. Um, but yeah, I'm sure it's going to be a thing. Because I said to Em, uh, I was like, oh, we need to watch it. And she's like, yeah, I've been meaning to, Rage, and we keep forgetting about it. Um, episode 20 I wanna, was called The Monster Smash. I want to say something about the normal people that was said. No, how fucking dare you? No, go for it. Um, that was um, that was a hard one for me. Yeah, you were reading the book at the time too. Yes. Uh, yeah, I was, and um, it's I've gone back to it nineteen times, and um, I I am broken every single time, and I mm. I I welcome it with open arms. That's just who I am. My my motor is comfort and torture, which it's it's my thing, not for everyone. But um, yeah, it's. I remember before we before we started recording that I I told you, uh, that I I might cry in this one. Mm. And uh, I I didn't I didn't cry, but I I was. It it was it was just a really emotional one for me. Um, yeah, I'm glad that we did that because. Um, like you know we don't we don't do this for like views and everything like people watching is people watching what we do is is just a bonus and yeah it is more about it's about me and you this is this is also therapy a little bit yeah absolutely <laughs> cuz if you're in a bad mood you still have to show up you know what I mean? Like I, I, I'm, I'm exhausted at the moment. Like I've had five a.m. starts for the last like eight days in a row, and I'm, I'm really wrecked. But like I'm so happy to see you. I'm so happy to be talking. You kind of, you can't, you can't help but get you into a better place. Um, but yeah, it, and it's, it's never been about that. It's never been about that. It's never been about how many likes I get. Or how many? I remember a conversation with someone, and I was at a party with, uh, you <laughs> say party like a forty. I was at this gathering. I was at a fucking shenanigan or a hooty hoo or a what's that word that i like hoot nanny i was at a hoot nanny it's like a pool party in, in in around christmas time and stuff like and i was the youngest person i was the oldest person there by about 10 years and um all the people who were at that party were youtubers and 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 some of them quite famous youtubers and, and you know like you know school millionaires and god bless them they were all lovely lovely people too like just you know super fun and, and really engaging and i was having a conversation with someone there and she was telling me about what she does and and what it's about and she was talking about tiktok and how she engages with it and and she says are you on that for your show because i was talking about the podcast and i was like no no she goes oh good you should it's a really good way to you know get get attention and get people to come and listen to your show uh, it's a good way to get likes or it's a good way to get views and, and it did strike me. It was like, oh, fuck, I don't even pay attention to that. And that's something that people kind of just say. They're like, oh, no, I don't pay attention to views or whatever. Really, they're fucking scrolling through every day to check how many. I fucking absolutely do not. Not only do I not have time, <laughs> um, I, it doesn't really bother me. Like, I, if two people listen to it, it's great. You know, if someone sends me a message and goes, that was a really funny joke, that's, you know, I get a charge out of it. But it's never been about that. It's never been about prestige or fame or, or, or money. Um, it's just about me hanging out with my friend who I can't see in person because I don't know if we've made this clear to everybody. We've never met in person. Me and Addy are internet lovers. Um, we've met on the internet and we continue to talk on the internet. I'm sure there'll be a face-to-face at some point um, in our lives, but 
but it's it's yeah he's one of my best friends like I, it, it, this is an opportunity for us to get together talk about shit that we love um and and you get to listen to it we get to listen to the stupid conversations we have it's it's never about um being something that we're not which is celebrities she hulk we talked about the hulk smash uh which was which was a, a fun episode and and i don't know like again this is another one i haven't gone back to it's just like yeah that was fun that was fine. Again, totally consumable, um, and 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 setting up some things that were, you know, it's kind of it's kind of whatever. It's kind of whatever. I don't know. I still still don't have a, a a huge love for it. I know that there's a lot of hate out there for it, honestly, and that's why I kind of avoided it. Literally had to avoid social media at that time because people were being really fucking horrible. People are horrible sometimes. There's as as a collective, we're we're pretty shit. Um. Episode 21, fantastic. The first time, the first and only yep. time we've ever had a guest. What what, what a charmer. Like she just, and, and, and the, the fuck that, the thing that I like better the most is, is that she, she loves our relationship. Like I know she's your best friend. Yes. And, and, and that's, that's so sweet. And, and I love you guys, your relationship together. You're always sharing each other's stuff and there's so much support there. And, and, but she's just like, she thinks that our bromance is really cute and, and, and she was so insightful and 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 so um, articulate about uh, uh, what she loves. And we were talking about the Arrowverse, and she's so schooled on it. Like she came, she came to play. You know, uh, me and you sometimes make it up, but she was ready, ready to go. And she's always engaged with us. She's always engaged with the podcast. Like it was, it was so lovely. We're gonna have to have her back, I reckon. Yeah, I bet she she's my best friend. She she's more than my best friend. Like I love her to fucking bits. And yeah, she's just. An all-around amazing person, and uh, yeah. I was so glad to have her on the show because platonic soulmates. Absolutely, that's exactly yeah. how we both describe each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's a beautiful thing to have, especially with someone of the opposite sex, um, because you you get in, you get you able to get a um, a perspective on things that maybe you wouldn't normally get. Um, and yeah, she she was awesome. Maybe we'll have her back when the Flash comes out. Do you yeah. reckon she'd come and talk about that? Yeah. I think that would be the perfect time. Yeah, I think that's a perfect time also. Um, it's also a perfect time to uh, uh, talk about... <laughs> talk about Adam not- and Evil, episode 22, uh, which was about Black Adam. Because Addy went and saw that and he was like, have you seen it? And I said, no, I'm not really interested. And he said, uh, well, I, you know, we can do a show on it if you don't see it. And I went and saw it. Addy really dug it, and I thought, okay, I'll, I'm, I'm committed to my friend here. We'll, we'll go, and, we'll go and check it out. And Addy has put a disclaimer. I'm just noticing here that says this podcast was recorded right after Henry Cavill was announced to return as Superman. So we we didn't know that yet. What was going to happen in a little bit of the time? Um, but it was but, the following. Sorry, go ahead. By the time we recorded it, I edited it, and it was up. Yeah, it already happened. Yeah, yeah, it was all going on. And, um, you know, you obviously know film going public that Henry Cavill featured at the end of that film as a tease. Um, and then let me just have a look here. Yeah, less than two days after uh, it happened, uh, well, well, we did that episode, um, it was announced that he wouldn't be returning because James Gunn was taking over and they were kind of restarting almost. And we did an episode, a special like extra episode that doesn't actually have an episode number, which is called the Superman Paradox. And it was about us talking about Henry leaving 
and and also uh, what the what the future might possibly be for Superman um, in, in in a cinematic format. Um, that was tough for you, wasn't it? Oh God, you have no idea. Mm. That was actually I, I really need to thank you for that because I I don't know what I would have done if we if we had recorded that episode. Yeah, like that was. I I said it in the in the legend um, in the Iowa's episode, and I said it at the end of the Black Adam episode. It was it gave me hope. It gave me hope in a in a way that I hadn't felt before, and it was mm. it was very hard for me to go from that point to just nothing. Yeah. You, I remember you saying on that episode, you were like, I've lost hope and I f- my fucking stomach sank. Like, I was so disappointed. And I also say that on the episode as well, if you don't feel like this stuff is something to get emotional about, then maybe this is the wrong podcast for you. And that's okay. You don't have to be like that. You can be that silly. That's not a realistic thing to get upset about. Why don't you get upset about famine or fucking, you know, uh, uh, all, the, all the animals in the world that need helping or, you know, old people with hip replacements. Whatever it is that you find, you know, you struggle to deal with emotionally. Everybody's different. Everybody takes things differently. And if Addy takes out of, you know, the symbol of Superman, some form of hope, some form of uh, a light at the end of what can obviously be a, a, a dark tunnel sometimes, uh, there's there's no problem with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, it was that was tough. That was, But I do feel, again, it was kind of a therapy thing. Yeah. You know, you, you most, got an opportunity to kind of vent. Most of all, most of all that episode, that, that was the, that was the biggest therapy session. Yeah, yeah, and it was. I think we we both kind of you know got to a place where where at the end of it we were okay. Well, it's maybe we'll just try and move forward, um, which which will come up in a an episode in a little bit. Um, the next episode we did was called Podcast Forever. It was about uh, Wakanda Forever. Um, go back and listen to that podcast if you want to know what we thought about it it was just a podcast on Wakanda forever I had a good time talking about it with you um, I did enjoy my intro for that one where I was like <laughs> I can't, you know I've stands it too long and I can't stand no more like that's to me that is hyster- I I come from a school of like British comedy uh, and that kind of puns and stuff just just tickle me so I, I had a really good time making that one up. But then I think probably um, some of the biggest stuff that we've done, um, it was broken up by two bonus episodes, which I'll speak about briefly, but we did uh, a series starting in, uh, 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 recorded in December, but starting in January um, called A Very Merry X-Men. We did three parts and we talked about the X-Men pictures. Um, It was, it was so much fun. um, And, and so it was so great to go back into those like, New Year's Day, I started watching those pictures again, um, the, 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 the prequels, uh, and we went through them all. Um, they're my favorite, uh, the, um, my fiance's favorite films as well, like superhero films. She loves the X-Men pictures. I don't know why. Like, she doesn't even know why. She just digs them a lot. Um, you have such a beautiful relationship with the X-Men um, yourself, uh, you know, the cartoon series, which we spoke about in the third episode. Um did you feel like this was kind of a turning point for the show? Because I did. I felt like this this could kind of getting us to that point. And like we'd spoken about the MCU and DCU and Spider-Man and little bits and pieces on the way. And we got to the X-Men. And we're like, okay, we've kind of done everything that we set out to do. And now after this, it's kind of gravy. We'll just figure out 
what it's going to be day by day so much so that you know the next episode is going to be on fucking D um did you did you feel like this was a a real a real again graduation for us as, as far as episodes go because they are the most popular episodes we've done uh yeah i just i have to say though like the x-men episodes are i'm, I'm most proud of because we there's a certain point where we got comfortable with with the format that we have where mm. i don't know if it was intentional at first but i do feel like the reason why we have the two main uh, segments, which is what are we watching in Nerd News, is because, you know, it's a, it's a world of 8 billion people. Sometimes people just don't want to, don't know what we're talking about. So mm. if, if you know, people want to come and check us out for like the first 30 minutes, this is still stuff that we talk about that's not totally into the X-Men. Yeah, um, yeah. Although we did do like fully X-Men for, for all of them, right? Yeah, well, we did, we had like other, you know, the normal segments as well. But the what are we watching segment has only been, you know, instituted in the last sort of ten episodes or whatever. And we don't have a theme for it. I think it's just me and you being stupid. Um, what are we? And then it was always a huge gap. But we've got the timing down now. I appreciate it. Um, but it also it gave birth to uh, what's probably my second or third favorite joke of all time. We talked about them last week about where um, I was doing a voice, like I was trying to create a voice for i think it was sony like a, a, a streaming or netflix maybe it was or something because i've got my disney plus voice and that kind of thing i was trying to create one and i was i did one like this could be my disney voice and i was like that sounds like fucking uh patrick stewart you know with a pogo stick, stick up his ass and then addy somehow got to Charles Xavier having a huge yellow dildo in that fucking floating chair of his. And then it was, we're off to the races. Yoda got involved. Like, it's peak. Peak show. Absolutely fucking hysterical. Um, between uh, uh, X Men episodes, um, we did do a couple of uh, extra ones um, because we, we had some shit to talk about. Yeah. Uh, uh, James Gunn was. Um, uh, announced as, as, as going to be taking over whatever the future of the DCU was and he he released a heap of uh, news about what was going to, what was going to be coming one of those things was swamp thing which I've, today has been announced that James Mangold is currently writing and will direct cool I'm totally on board with that Mangold did Logan and and Ford versus Ferrari so free pass dude like you're I'm, I'm ready for whatever that's gonna be um, whatever you however well dial of destiny does Um that was obviously a difficult uh, episode for you because it's it kind of it's it's pulling so far away from the Snyderverse now. It's it, it's there's no way back. Um, do you feel a little bit more comfortable now, or are you kind of in the place that I am with it, where you're just like, okay, maybe it's not for me anymore? Yeah, that episode solidified uh, the the loss of hope. Mm. Um, but yeah, I do I do feel like it's 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 not for me, like. Ben Affleck's my Batman. Um, I don't know if we'll ever get a Batman that that's older than Thomas Wayne was and and has that burden. Yeah. Um, definitely. Interesting. Def- dramatically, yeah. Definitely not in the James Gunn universe. Mm. And um, Henry Cavill's my Superman, and we we still have Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, as per Shazam, which is now on streaming. Mm. Um, but yeah, hey, I'm still, it, uh, I'll give it a shot, but I just, 
like it, I, it would be me sitting watching a Superman film without any, any emotion. Yeah. Well, you don't know that though. Like it could be, it could happen, and you'd be like, "Oh my god, this is this has changed everything." Like, I mean, I know you know yourself well enough to know yourself, and I'm not, I'm not suggesting that I know you better than you do, but you could be surprised. You could be really surprised. Um, and and look, I'm 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 hopeful, as I said in the episode, for whatever that's going to be. Um, yeah, I think you're just going to go and have to see the Flash 11 times when you're at the cinema. Um, we did also have to speak on uh, uh, an episode uh, about um, Damien Chazelle's Babylon. Uh, the episode was called "We Are Babylon" because me and Addie fucking love oh that movie, and, and it's it is the single most underrated film of the decade. Honestly, it, 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 like people don't, I don't think people understand it. Um, and that's okay if you don't get it that's cool but like i said in the episode if half the people who went to see that went to see avatar went to see that their lives would be enriched and it might have done well enough to get the kind of notoriety that should have um addy's right when he said uh in the last episode we did someone asked a question about uh, you know underrated movies that, that might be one of the most underrated movies of all time um it's just perfectly executes and i said sent addy um uh, an episode of the the, the podcast script apart where Damien Giselle talks about it. And it's so rich, his knowledge of, of that history. And it's it's quite accurate. Like as debauched as it is, and I know it's debauchery, but I like I like saying debauch. Um, uh, as much debauchery as there is and as exaggerated as it is, uh, you know, that opening, you know, cold open, which goes for 40 minutes or whatever, that party or the snake fight or anything. Like this is this is what it was. Like people were on drugs, people were staying up all night. There was It was hedonistic. There was, you know, sex clubs and, and all that kind of stuff um you know like it's it's really uh it's it's pretty period accurate um and a lot of it's based on real people as well you know it's different different stories um brad pitt's character absolutely um and uh uh uh, margot's character um these were all real people in in after a fashion so if you haven't seen babylon yet and you haven't listened to that episode listen to the episode um uh, after you've seen the film because you get more out of it that way but yeah if you haven't seen babylon check it out it's on streaming now um or it's it's at least uh vod so yeah i, I highly recommend it that was a super fun episode because we got to be passionate yeah that was and we had no segments and all that mm. and uh yeah it was just it was just talking about the shit that we love man and that that's true for every single episode that we've done yeah, that's that's all the show is. That's all the show is is just us talking about shit that 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 gets us and and sharing stuff that gets us. Like you know, you were like, you got to see Babylon. It's amazing. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna race out right now and do it. Like I, I put it on hold because I was doing other stuff. But I, I was like, okay, we need to we need to get into this quickly. Um, we finished up uh, uh the the uh, X Men episode uh, back in March, and then just last week we released episode twenty seven uh, on on um. Ted Lasso, the Lasso of Truth, it was called. Um, beautiful episode. So much fun to talk about that show. So much fun to, to put some love out there for my friends, Jess and Tyler and, and little Jack as well. Um, and that's another thing. People might not like an insight so much into people, into our lives. I don't know. If they do, maybe they click off or maybe they think we're looking for sympathy or, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm kind of over worrying about what people think. Um, you get over that by the time you get to my age i feel um and and if it's if it's too if it's an overshare or whatever i don't care like stop listening this is about me talking to my friend about what my life is on top of all this stuff and my life is 
is complex and emotional and interesting and joyful and painful and all that stuff. And this is this is a, a time capsule for me for that. Um, and and I and I appreciate that I get to do that. You know, like I'm going to listen back to that Ted Lasso episode in in ten years or whatever, and remember fondly the time that I had with little Jack, or uh, you know, remember how much you know Tyler and Jess's friendship means to me. Uh, uh, you know, now that we're 20 years older to, and still friends together, I hope, you know, um, or, or me and you, like the burgeoning of our friendship into being so comfortable with each other, we, we you know, getting to the point where we're, we're finishing sentences or we're, we're you know, always we have a, a simpatico that you, you can't buy. Um, and, and yeah, maybe, maybe people like clinical stuff a little bit more, but I'm going to talk about my life. I'm going to talk about my feelings. That's just, that's, I, I can't operate any other way. It, that would, to me, that would be disingenuous, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. Like, you know, there's so much, there's so much stuff in media that we can, that we can cover. It's just the things that move you, move you for, for reasons that are personal to you mm. and to show that to show how much you love them you have to be open to it and, and you know like there's obviously an audience there's obviously people listening um who, who who don't mind that maybe they get maybe they get something out of that maybe it helps them um you know find some emotional stuff inside themselves that they can they can get it or maybe they're finding more emotion in the things that they're consuming the way that we do maybe they're like oh you know what i'm gonna re-watch something with a little bit more of a emotional mindset and yeah, I don't know. I just, I just hope that people um, uh, keep listening and, and keep laughing and, and keep enjoying the the road ahead, whatever it is. D and D apparently um, season two uh, f- kicking off today, and then we're going to get into some goddamn dragons with some titties. Um, yeah. But it's uh, it's it's been a beautiful year. Um, I'm so grateful. I'm, I'm so uh, happy to to still be here and and uh, let's let's keep let's keep the ball rolling, man. When ain't no ain't no stopping this train now. Oh yeah, we've got four TDs on the chain. So who the fuck's gonna stop us? <laughs> <laughs> I love it when we have four titties on the train. That's the best. Um, well, before we before we finish up, um, do, do we have any questions? We might do a couple of questions before we bounce. Uh, yeah, we have two questions. But before we do questions, uh, what are your top three episodes that we've done? Top three episodes. Um, well, collectively, uh, probably the um, the Spider Man ones. Um, just because they, they, it came at a really particular time, uh, you know, after seeing that and then revisiting those movies um, with, with an older person's eyes. Like I hadn't rewatched the Toby ones in over 10 years. Um, so that was great. Um, so definitely that. Um, Moon Knight, because it was, it, it, it came from this, this insane, insane place. I feel like uh, we kind of caught a groove there and, and, and the, the style of humor that we were both kind of attracted to crystallized no i'm serious it did like it was it was really powerful um and 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 uh i i really enjoyed the um uh the robbins episode because it, it gave us an opportunity to i think that was where i we i first started being truthful and honest about how how these things make me emotional and how i feel about things talking about the character of dick grayson and and how he informed my behavior as a young man and as an older man i think that was important yeah what about you um, I'm gonna go number three with the Robins as well. Yep. Because it was, I had never opened up. I would, I had never opened up about my nerdy shit, period, before the first mm. episode we ever did. Um, but yeah, it was, um, it was fun to talk about the one character that speaks the most to me. 
in ways that I can't truly explain to someone who doesn't know the like who Robin is. And you know, the one of my favorite things I've ever said is that Dick Grayson is Batman's biggest success and Jason Todd is Bruce Wayne's biggest failure. Yeah. Incredibly articulate, intelligent way to, to, to look at that relationship. And yeah, some people can go, whatever, it's just Batman and Robin. Yeah, maybe it is. But in some ways, it's also much more than that. So um, yeah, super, super intelligent. What, what was the second one? Um, my second one would be uh, the the Superman episode. Yeah, that was... Talk, you want to talk about honesty and leaving it all out there on the field? Like, fuck, that was, that was, that was us at, at, at the rawest. Um, yeah. I appreciate it. Like we had no, we had no intro. It, it, we just started with just what Henry Cavill wrote in his post, and I ended that episode saying that when I look up to the stars, I'll see him flying over me, and um, it's it's gotten me fucking emotional because I've I've done that. I've 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 listened to uh, the soundtrack of Man of Steel, and I've looked up to the sky, and I've imagined fucking Superman uh, looking at me. Yeah. So yeah. Powerful, powerful, and painful. All right. So, what does what does that mean? Number one is the third X Men episode. The 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 one that we did about the the cartoon series. Yep. Because I got to, because I got to tell everyone how much I fucking love Rogue. Yeah, yeah. And you, I was like, it's okay. It's all good to love her. <laughs> you were a little yeah. bit hesitant, I feel, but yeah, we kind of got out there. Um, um. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, we clearly like what we're doing. We hope you like what we're doing as well. Uh, come on back now uh, we do have a couple of questions before we wrap up this anniversary episode um, and here's the question theme song again by the magnificent Johnny here we are with some questions for the anniversary episode if you hear me chewing in the background, I'm sorry, I will turn my mic off, but I have an appointment that I have to get to this afternoon for work. So I might be smashing some food while we finish this episode up. So Addy, what's what's question number one while I eat pumpkin? Question one is, uh, congratulations on season two. Yay! Uh, what's your favorite movie sequel? What's your favorite sequel? Can it be like part of a trilogy or does it have to be like a direct sequel? Yeah, anything. I think the strongest sequel um, is probably Back to the Future 2. I love that movie. Hard to argue with that one. Yeah, like that's that's as far as doing doing some interesting shit that the first one didn't do um, and expanding the universe and, 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 and building that in. Oh, by the way, did you see the trailer for this Michael J. Fox documentary that's going to be on Apple? I couldn't. It's called Still? Oh man, I'm I'm gonna be need to box the tissues all day, all day for that picture. Um, yeah. Anyway, I think it's Back to the Future too. What do you reckon? Just to throw everyone off, uh, I'm gonna say the Last Jedi. We're gonna get killed. We're gonna get murdered in the night. That's amazing. Okay, explain why. I I love parts of it because it has some of the best. That Star Wars has ever been. It has some of the worst that Star Wars has ever been also. <laughs> but 
Um, it's the only Star Wars film that captured what I felt at the end of the prequel trilogy, which was that the Je- the Jedi aren't aren't perfect and should not have the fucking privilege that they do. And uh, Luke was right; the Jedi should end, but it like it leaves off with Rey being the last Jedi. And I love that now we get a chance to see her building up the Jedi Order with with new and improved rules. You mean this this new Jedi Order thing, that whatever that's going to be? Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm going for any of that shit. I do feel like you've just we just lost a few fans, but that's okay. <laughs> nah, I'm sure people will get over it quickly. Um, and what was the other question? Uh, the other one is. Um, what are some of your favorite characters, aka also known as supporting characters, in a film or series? So give me one favorite uh, supporting character in a film and one favorite supporting character in a series. Okay. Um, favorite supporting character in a series is uh, Wesley from Angel, um, the Buffy spinoff. Wesley started out as a really stuffy, very British... <laughs> he was like a, a watcher. Uh, who came in to try and um, uh, uh, train Faith in, in Season 3 of Buffy, and, and, and it didn't work out for him, obviously, because Faith ended up being a villain. And then he went over to the Angel series, and he started off like that, and by the end of it, he was an absolute badass. Like, he was, you know, had been through all these, this horrible stuff and just turned into this supremely uh, uh, ass-kicking warlock dude. And um, it was such a beautiful arc for that character, especially in the last season where... After everything he'd been through, he finally got to be with the woman he loved, and then she was taken from him by a by a, a, a malevolent spirit or a malevolent god. Um, and after Fred passed away, and then Illyria, you know, inhabited her body, his downfall, you know, up until the end of that series where he basically sacrificed himself, and then his final moments were Illyria pretending she was the original Fred to to say goodbye to him. It yeah, it, it, it absolutely stunning. Absolutely beautiful, um, and 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 I, I always go back to that because it's such an amazing arc um, for a character. And in a film, um, as a supporting character, uh, probably um, uh, uh, Donnie in the in the Big Lebowski, um, Steve Buscemi's character, because he says so little, but he's just so critical to the plot by the time you get to the end of it, um, and uh, and he's also just so fucking funny. Like I just it's. It's a great performance. It's a great little character. Um, him, him, and the cowboy that that you know, or the stranger that um, uh, the guy with the big mustache plays. So, well, that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> hey, you, you bring a piece out on the lane. I'll take it from you and stick it up your ass and pull the trigger till it goes click. Jesus, that's right. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Even even him, like anybody in that fucking show, is just that's the best comedy of all time. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Um, yeah. So what about uh, you? Also, like Danny's not a real character, by the way. He's he's an imagination of the big mustache guy. He doesn't actually exist. Who? Your favorite sidekick in in the Big Lebowski. Do you think do you think the 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 cowboys? A figment of the dude's imagination. Yep. That's just a theory, though. Um, I don't know how much I feed into that, honestly. So, uh, you go. Um. All right. So it's gonna be hard not to pick Doc Brown as the 
uh, sidekick, so I'm not going to do that. Uh, my favorite sidekick in the series is John Hamish Watson in the Sherlock series by BBC with uh, with Benedict Cumberbatch and Bilbo himself, Martin Freeman. Marty, yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's a good call, actually. I'm going to change mine. No, I'm joking. No, it was really, yeah, good good call. Yeah, and uh, favorite sidekick in a movie. Green Lantern in or Hal Jordan in the in the Justice League War movie, which is the which is the animated one, who is the side character of Batman, who which is who is the main main character in that one. Yeah, that's a, that's a good call. That's absolutely a good call. There's no more questions. No more questions. We're questionless. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Um, we truly do appreciate you. Thank you for supporting the show for the last year. Welcome to season two. We can't be more excited. If we were any more excited, we'd be shitting and pissing ourselves and diarrhea <laughs> or whatever the hell's going on. Um, and, uh, and and please do come back. We'll probably be talking about D&D next time. So come back, come back again and we'll chat. Um, but uh, Addy, I love you, mate. You're a legend. You're my best mate. Uh, thanks so much for this. I, I can't wait for for all that season two has to offer. I love you too, man. And if this episode it has anything that's going to move on from this episode to season two, it's just we're going to go more crazy. Yeah, if anything's going to happen, it's just going to get weirder and weirder. So, but <laughs> that's okay. You know what's up. Um, so yeah, thanks again, folks. Uh, please uh, rate and review on Spotify. Amazon Music, YouTube, uh, just to bring more people in to this crazy conclave that we have once a week uh, and, you know, and, and bless you for it. So, but until then, remember, sarcophagus. <laughs> oh, the best ending to a show ever. Where Harry Styles is, he's just, he's gone, he is going downtown and he's, he's, you know, taking a picnic and staying for the day, baby. He's down there and, uh, you know, it's kind of lingus, everybody. People, we're grown yeah, ups. Yeah, so, I've seen that clip about a hundred times now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unsurprisingly, Batman or The Batman 2 has been announced. Very exciting. And ho- hopefully we get the court of all... Co- <clears throat> The cold of all the pale, but not the name pen pummelum. We're just talking in tongues now. Oh Jesus! Doctor Strange is a dick now. It's just a super <laughs> dick. So yeah, that's what I would like to see. The giant dick floating in the MCU. It's not a literal giant dick floating in space. Though that would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, we're not the boys here. What's what's that above Avengers Tower? It looks like a huge penis. Yeah, that's Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, he's watching us. He's watching over he's us. He's watching us. But why did he take the form of a giant penis? I don't know. He's just he's a bit fucking weird like that. Honestly, speaking of, have you seen Hulk's penis? It's ridiculous. Why is it massive and green? No, it's tiny and pink. But the rest of him's massive and green. It's so strange. Who are we, by the way? I don't know. <laughs> Two people who work at Avengers Tower. Like, criminally underused. Baron Mordo is one of the fucking 
baller ass bad guys that they have and him in that teaser where he goes after poor Benjamin Bratt and takes his magic away makes him a cripple again and says you know the problem with the world too is, many, is, sorcerers. many sorcerers where the fuck's that story I do know where that story is up an ass is where it is it's up <laughs> someone's ass 